everyone. Once again, praise the Lord. It's that time of week again for Nuggets of God's Word podcast with Pastor Nathaniel Nat Brown. We want to welcome you here once again. This is Pastor Nat Brown with Nuggets of God's Word. Amen. We're looking for time tonight. Hallelujah. Uh, everyone on Anchor and Podbeam, if you find just a little gap there, that's getting all these recorders and these machines going. Welcome once again here tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Now, folks, I always say this every week. If you would like to uh, email us, all you have to do is rev94 at gmail.com. That's R-E-V-94, Reverend Nat. 94 at gmail.com. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Also, if you're in the Sumter, South Carolina area, I would like to invite you to come by at Walker's Chapel Independent Free Will Baptist Church at 99 Walter Avenue in Sumter, South Carolina. We would love to have you with us. And Sunday school starts at 10 o'clock. Worship service starts at 11 o'clock. And on Wednesday night, out in the fellowship hall, um, some people call it the Family Life Center, but out there we have Bible study, verse-by-verse verse Bible study, so we would love to have each and every one of you. Folks, we want to talk about a subject tonight. It's called the wonders of the future. And you know, with everything going on in the world today, I mean, we have anxiety and all these things, but the wonders of the future. What is the future? A time regarded as still to come. What is the wonder? What is the definition of wonder? It's a feeling of surprise mingled with admonition caused by something beautiful, unexpected, unfamiliar, or unexplicable. Praise God. Praise God. And Paul was talking about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning in verses 1. And he goes all the way down to verse 16. He said, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I had determined not to know anything among you, and this is what he knew. He said, I determined not, and you don't need to miss that word not, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, uh, in verse 2 in 1 Corinthians. And this is a nugget of God's word. For I determined not to know anything among you. But then he was letting them know, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Now, when we look at that fourth verse, we're going to find some things in here. We're going to pick out some of those nuggets. One of them is my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. I want you to highlight that of man's wisdom. He said, but in the power of what? In demonstration of the spirit and power. Now, I would ask you to highlight that word demonstration. That's a nugget of the word. And spirit and of power. 
Where did he get this from? John 14, 26 says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Paul said in the fifth verse that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. I want you to highlight that in the fifth verse. I want you to highlight that word, not stand in the wisdom of men. And I want you to highlight, but in the power of God. In verse 5, not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. These are nuggets of these words. And then he said, how be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world. Whoa. The will not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that come to know. But he said, but we speak the wisdom of God in the seventh verse in First Corinthians chapter 2. Need to highlight that. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for they had known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. I want you to uh, highlight that. They would not have crucified the Lord of glory if they would have known who this man was. But aren't you glad? This is sad to say tonight, but it's kind of a typical way of saying it. Aren't you glad tonight that Jesus Christ went to that cross and he died for your every sins? And sometimes when we think about this, which none of the princes of the world knew who he was, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But God had a plan. God had a purpose. God had a reason for everything that happened. Now, in just a few weeks, we're going to start uh, celebrating the Easter season with uh, Palm Sunday. And we're going to go through the Resurrection Sunday. And I'm sure we'll have a podcast on that on nuggets of God's word about Palm Sunday. And we're definitely going to have a podcast on what Easter is all about. And then he goes into the ninth verse, and I would say that the whole ninth verse of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 would be a nugget of God's word. You know why? Listen what it says, friends. But as it is written, whoa, where is it written at? It's written in a book called the Bible, 66 books. But, but as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God have prepared for them that love him. Folks, I would ask you tonight on this podcast that you would just highlight that whole entire verse because verse chapter, first Corinthians chapter two, verse nine, that is a nugget of God's word. Every word of that because, but as it is written, where is it written? Once again, it is written in the word of God. I have not seen, not ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Folks, I would ask you and stop right there. Have you accepted that you're a sinner, you're lost, and you're undone? And have you accepted Ephesians 2, uh, Ephesians 2, 8, for by grace are you saved through faith that not of yourselves? It is a gift of God. God saying, let me tell you something. You might read the book and you might have dreams and you might have visions of heaven, but I have not seen, not ear, ear heard, glory. 
and entering into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. And I will have to go and leave here and go to John chapter 14, verses beginning in verse 1. Let not your hearts be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions, and if it were not so, I will tell you so. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I am coming again, that where I am, there you may be also. And then he topped it off with the way you know. What is that way tonight? John 14, 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto my Father except through me. But God hath revealed them unto us by the Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. You really want to get deep with God? Get in his word. I've said this a lot on my sermons and a lot in my podcast. Some folks say, well, God never speaks to me. Well, undoubtedly, you have never opened the word of God. Because every time I open the pages of the word of God, I want you to know one thing. God speaks to me. And I want to tell you, I've let him down many a times. I'm probably going to let him down a lot more before I leave this old world, folks. But I want to tell you something. We've got a God that loves us and that cares for us. And that has given us the greatest gift of all. And it's saying in verse 9, I have not seen, not ear heard. But then he goes into 10th verse and he says, But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Now you want to get into the deep things of God, get into his word. Verse 11 says, For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. I want to tell you right now, what is the spirit tonight? The spirit is the part of the breathing part of you. And you've heard me say this before, that the tripart man Tripart a man. He's a body, he's a soul, and he's a spirit. And Ecclesiastes says that when this leaves this old world, the spirit goes back to God from whence it came, and the body goes back to the dust of earth from whence it came. But praise God, to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord, that can be two things. That can be your soul, and you have a decision where that soul is going to spend eternity at. You have no decision where your body is going to go. You have no decision where your spirit's going to go because it's going to go back to God from when it came. Glory. But the soul, Jesus Christ came and died on that old cruel cross that we may know when we leave this world that where our soul is going to spend eternity at. And he says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words with man's wisdom teach it, but which the Holy Ghost teach it, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. I want to ask you tonight on the Nugget of God's Word podcast that you will highlight verse 13 in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 because that whole entire verse is nuggets of God's Word. It just jumps out the page at you. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, 
comparing spiritual things with spirit. And then he says, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. Why don't he, the natural man, receive the things of the Spirit of God? Because he's carnal-minded. He's carnal. But if a man is spiritual, praise God, let me tell you, let me tell you what he's going to do. He is going to know these things, praise God. Why? Because his spirit is going to teach him. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for their foolishness unto him. Neither can he know him, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual, it goes into the 15th verse, but he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, I like this. Praise God tonight. This is total nuggets of God's word tonight. Hallelujah. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself the judge of no man. And then here we go. Nuggets of God's word in verse 16. For he who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Are you saved tonight? Because if you're saved tonight, you have the mind of Christ. Christ. Oh, glory be to God. Have the mind of Christ. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and the title of our podcast tonight on Nuggets of God's Word is The Wonders of the Future. And you know, all of us is wondering what tomorrow, what next week holds. We got COVID-19, just had a vaccine came out and all this, and we lost loved ones and we lost family members because of this. And we look and we don't understand and we say, God, we don't quite understand what's going on. And then God says, I have a reason and I have a purpose for anything and for everything. And so when Paul wrote and the wonders of the future, Paul was saying, live the life of anticipation. And this was Paul's recipe for hearty and happy living. He was aware of every problem and every opportunity in the present, but he was keenly anticipating the future that God had for him. And tonight in the wonders of the future, we know the Bible talks in the book of Revelation. We know the book of Joel. We know the book of Zephaniah. We know the book of Ezekiel. We know the book of Matthew talks about what things are going to be in the future. You got that tonight? He told us these things. But Paul is telling us, live the life in anticipation. If you're a child of God tonight, you got it made. You hear what I said? You got it made. God said, I will supply all your needs. I will meet your every need. And God said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Now, we're working on a podcast right now for, for another program. It's why, why that I am a Christian. Why that I am a Christian. Praise God. And um, that's going to be a good one. But Paul, he was aware of every problem and every opportunity in the present. But he was keenly anticipating the future that God had for him. There are three thoughts that I would like to give you tonight in this message of the wonders of the future. Have you made your preparation tonight? You've packed up. You're ready to go. Hallelujah. Number one thing I want to bring out about the wonders of the future is this, the wonder of heaven, the eternal home of the redeemed. You know what the word of God says? Heaven means his presence. We are going to be with him in eternity. And that word tonight is powerful, praise God, 
powerful because eternity is a very long time. So the wonder of a place, heaven means his presence. We're going to be with him in eternity. Heaven means freedom from fear. The, the fear knots of Christ will come into full realization. And heaven means, glory be to God tonight, heaven means no death, no funeral train, no tears, no sickness, and no pain. And listen, read it for yourself. Do not take my word for it. And I saw a new heaven. Revelations chapter 21, verses 1 through 8. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Now I want you to know the book of Peter tells us that what happened to that first earth were passed away. The Bible said it will be burned up with a fervent heat. And he said, I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And then he said, And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned, glory be to God, adorned for a husband. And I heard everybody right there and highlight that, prepared as a bride adorned for a husband. I might even do a podcast on the Jewish wedding. Now, I want to tell you, all you folks out there might not believe in a rapture, bless God. You might not believe in a snatching away. And you're sitting there, well, I don't believe that because the word rapture is in that. You really need to look at a Jewish wedding because at a Jewish wedding, all these things comes into the place. The snatching away, praise God, of the church as a bride adorned for a husband. Hallelujah. And that is a podcast for another day. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Y'all ready for this here? What did I say while ago, while, just a few minutes ago? Heaven means no death, no funeral train, no tears, no sickness, no pain, no more, no more hospitals. Glory be to God. How do I know that? Because read it for yourself. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 4 says, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow. Boy, this is getting good. We wonders have the wonders of the future. Man, I will tell you what. You're a child of the king tonight. You got it made. You're a king's kid. Nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. In this podcast tonight of Nuggets of God's Word, I would ask you to highlight. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. In other words, Titus 2.10 says, God cannot lie. He will not lie. God will be right on time. I want you all to know that tonight. God's right on time. And if the Word of God says it, bless God, you better go ahead and believe it because it's a fact. Hallelujah. Someone, in fact, that someone used to be me because years ago when I first started in the ministry, here's what I said. I would hold the Bible up at the congregation and I would say, I want everybody to know one thing. This is the Word of God I believe it, and that settles it. And one night the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you need to add something to that 
paragraph, little paragraph that you're making up. And I said, God, what in the world is missing? I said, I hold, held the word of God up and said, this is the infallible word of God. I believe it. And that settles it. And then the Holy Spirit spoke to me and says, no, if you don't believe the word of God, it is still settled, folks. I want you to know that tonight. It is settled. Verse 6, and he said unto me, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. And he that overcometh, folks, you got to be an overcomer tonight. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. I would ask you to highlight verse 7 tonight. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. I think some of the things God wanted us to know tonight that we're going to inherit is those very things of no more sorrow, no more crying, uh, no more pain, no more death, no more funeral homes, no more funerals, no more graveyards. Glory be to God. And he, and I think that's what he's saying in the seventh verse of Revelation chapter 21. And that's what he's trying to tell us. And that's why I asked you tonight, don't take my word for it. I asked you to go and I asked you to, to read it for yourself, folks. Don't take my word for it. Any podcast that you hear Pastor Nathaniel Nat Brown give you tonight on nuggets of the word or prayer changes things or even in the pulpit, I want you to know one thing. Uh, check check behind me, okay, folks? I'm a human being, okay? A lot of people forget that. They forget that in Christianity. They forget that. That just because you're professing Christianity doesn't mean you're never going to stump your toe again. Never means you're not going to be tempted again. Never means that you're not going to fall again. But I want to give you something tonight, another nuggets of the word. We got a God, the Father in heaven, and we got an advocate to the Father sitting at the right hand of the Father. And his name is called Jesus, praise God. And he's sitting at the right hand of the Father making intercessions for you and I praise God, praise God. He says, but the fearful in verse 8, but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and homongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So the wonder of the future is one of those is the wonder of the place and the wonder of heaven, the eternal home of the redeemed. The next point I want to bring out tonight is the wonder of performance. Praise God. Praise God. Listen what he said. Jesus said, I will come again. The apostle Paul had a firm hold on this great fact. Jesus said it. He believed it. And the Holy Spirit inspired him to put down many words to illuminate the minds of Christians and to make them long for the return of the Savior. And the return of the Savior, who, the Savior, who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. And then in Philippians chapter 3, beginning in verse 20, he said, For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior. The Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to highlight in Philippians chapter 3. I want you to highlight for our conversation is heaven. From whence also we look for the Savior. Where is Jesus at right now? The word of God tells us he's sitting at the right hand of the Father. Praise God. And 
the Lord Jesus Christ. And he tells us in verse 21 what Jesus is going to do. In fact, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, beginning in verse 51, tells us, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but in the moment of the twinkling of the night, we shall be changed. And in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 21 is backing this same thing up. He's saying, Who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things in himself. So tonight, I want you to think about here the wonder of the future, the wonder of performance. Jesus said it. I believe it. That settles it. And if he, I want you to know one thing, I'll say it again. If we don't believe it, the Word of God is still settled. The third thing I want to bring out about the wonders of the future is this right here. The wonder of punishment. Oh, my Lord. With reluctance, I bring this thought. When I speak of the wonders of the future, I cannot escape the awful wonder, the shocking wonder, which is coming to the lost. First, folks, I want to tell you what. First, hell is selected by the individual. Why do you say that? Somebody says, well, I just don't believe God could send anybody to hell. Amen on that. He doesn't. Hell is selected by the individual because Christ died that men might be saved and not go there. The way is placed before you. If you refuse the Son of God, then you have chosen for yourself everlasting destruction. Secondary, hell is eternal in its length. The same way heaven is eternal, also hell is eternal in its length. When one rejects the Son of God, he suffers everlasting punishment and separation from God. Thirdly, hell is intensive in its awfulness, but oh, the contrast with the intensive, intensive suffering of hell. And Luke chapter 16 gave us Folks tonight, there was a certain rich man. Everybody's heard this story. There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen. And he fared sumptuously every day. I mean, he had the world in the palm of his hand. And there was an old certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at the gate full of sores. Now, why was beggar, the Lazarus, the beggar, Lazarus, laid at the gate of the rich man? Because, believe it or not, in Jerusalem, the rich folk had garbage pickup, so they actually laid the beggar named Lazarus at the rich man's gate, so when he would pass on, and they would pick him up and throw him in the garbage pit. But the dog was his only friend, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table, more of the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass, folks, and I want to tell you what, it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this the judgment. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. Here's the sad part tonight. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeing Abraham afar off, and Lazarus in his bosom. Folks, I want to tell you, I want you to listen to this right here. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. 
And then here are some words in Luke chapter 16 that you really need to highlight. And that is in verse 24. For I am tormented in this flame. I want you to highlight that. That is a nuggets of God's word. It is telling us that there is what? There is flame in hell. For I am tormented in this flame. Some religious groups out there says grave is the final resting place. I got news for you folks. I've done a bunch of funerals in my time, but not one time have I ever seen smokes and smoke and flame come out of that hole. But the Bible says that he was in torment. I want you to listen to what this and the rich man cried. He could feel in hell. He could taste in hell. And he, because why could he taste? Because he said, if he, you just send Lazarus, that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. For I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, listen to what Abraham said. Today, folks, I want to tell you what. You have the perfect opportunity. You have the perfect chance to give your heart and life to the Lord Jesus Christ. But Abraham said, son, remember that thou in thy lifetime Receiveth thy good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things. See, Lazarus was an old beggar that shook his tin cup and all this kind of stuff, and and the rich man had everything that he ever wanted. Some of you folks in Washington, D.C., you need to listen to this here. Right now, you think you've got the world in your hands. You power hungry people and seeking power. But I want you to know there's another man more powerful than you've ever been. And one day, you're going to stand in front of God for every baby that you are allowed to be killed. You're going to stand there and God is going to have a punishment for you because murderers shall not enter the kingdom of God. And, 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 and he's saying to Lazarus, Hey, Lazarus, you had evil things, but you now you're comforted. But the other, thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great guff fix of that than which we pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to it that would come from it. In other words, they could see each other in that particular time, but nobody could come. Then he said, and then he said, I pray thee therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. In other words, now he wants Lazarus to go to his father's house. Whoa. <laughs> hmm. But neither can they pass to us that would come from peace. And then he lets him know, Father, that thou wouldst send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren, that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. And then Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto him, if they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded. The one rose from the dead. I want you to listen to this tonight. The wonders of the future. There is a place called heaven. There is a performance that Jesus Christ is going to do. He's going to come again. And the words of punishment, if you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior, you're going to an eternal place called hell. Now, all the no-hellers out there tonight, I don't know how in the world you get by 
reading in the same Bible that I am reading in, and Luke chapter 16, verses 19 through 31, and you're not getting the same interpretation and the same reading that I am, because there is a place in eternity, if you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, that you're going there, and it's going to be for eternity. Now, if you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I want to tell you right now, there's a place called heaven. You hear me? There's a place called heaven. And accepting Him, praise God. Uh, Romans 3.23 said, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Glory be to God. But then he said, Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Jesus Christ our Lord and then Ephesians 2 8 for by grace are ye saved through faith that not of yourselves it is a gift of God and you say pastor if I do that tonight and I ask the Lord Jesus Christ in my heart what will happen if you would accept that by faith Jesus Christ said in 2 Corinthians five seventeen. therefore if any man be in Christ he's a new creature Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. Would you accept him tonight? And if you would ex accept him tonight, I want to tell you something. We would love to hear from you. We would love to send you some information. All you've got to do is, is just RevNat94, R-E-V-N-A-T-94 at gmail.com. Send us email. And we will send you some information to help you in your Christian walk tonight. Maybe you're out there and you strung out on drugs. Maybe you're out there tonight and, and you have even contemplated suicide. Well, I want to tell you something tonight, folks. Jesus loves you. Jesus came that he died for you and he wants to save you tonight and set you free. I want you to know that. Praise God. I went over tonight just a little bit. But I want you to know one thing. We appreciate you so much here at Nuggets of God's Word, uh, on Nuggets of God's Word with Pastor Nathaniel Brown, uh, Nat Brown. I want to say again tonight, thank you so much for being here. Look at here, write us. I want you to do another favor for me tonight. I want you to tell your friends about this podcast. I want you to invite your friends and, and tell them to join in. Soon we're going to be able to take calls. I've been saying that for the past few podcasts, but folks, I want to tell you something. We ordered a piece of equipment in November and it has not got here yet. But I want to tell you what, we're looking forward to be able to take phone calls from you. And we don't even have a podcast where you can ask me questions and I will do my best to answer them. Praise God. Let's go to God in prayer and then I'm going to give you your night back. Our gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for nuggets of God's word. We thank you for Walker's Chapel Independent Free Will Baptist Church. We thank you for all the technology, Lord, that you have given us that we may spread the word of God and tell people of the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray now, God, that something has been said here tonight to let somebody realize that the future is ahead and there is eternity and they have a decision tonight. They have a decision where they can decide to spend eternity at either with Jesus Christ in heaven or they can spend down there with the rich man in a place called hell or torment, flame, and gnashing of teeth. 
God, we thank you for your saving grace, and we thank you for coming and dying on this world for our every sin. Praise God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Once again tonight, I want to say thank you for joining us tonight on Nuggets of God's Word with Pastor Nathaniel Nat Brown. Folks, I want to tell you, it's just a pleasure. I want to say God bless each and every one of you, all our listeners. I want to say also join us on Monday night at 7 o'clock at Nathaniel Nat Brown Facebook page for Prayer Changes Things. I'm telling you, also, if you have a prayer request and you would like to send it here on this podcast, all you have to do is write Rev 90, Nat, Rev Nat, I really want to leave that out, Rev Nat 94 at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Praise God. Until next week, this is Pastor Nathaniel Nat Brown saying, God bless you. God bless our veterans. God bless our men and women in uniform. And God bless the men and women in blue. God bless the first responders. And God bless America. Until next week, God bless you. This is Pastor Nat Brown saying, keep looking up. There's a bright future ahead.